0: Welcome to Students Incorporated, a podcast exploring the topics of business, education, technology, and design. I'm your host, Mr. Jason. Join me weekly as my team and I produce content that's informative, positive, fun, and uplifting. Episodes include student conversations, interviews with thought leaders, and inspirational stories with an international flavor. This podcast is created and produced with the help of students from the International Community School of Bangkok. In today's episode, we dive into the topic of politics. I know what you're thinking. I thought this show was steering clear of politics. Well, we are. We're still committed to not getting into the larger political hot topics of our time. However, in this episode, we'll talk about the topic and function of the student council with two of its members. And then we've asked these two members to hold an on-air debate. But before we get into our first segment, let's hear our quote of the day and get some headline news.
1: Our quote of the day comes from Doug Franklin. He's quoted to have said, Leadership is not about top-down decisions, but it's about caring for people and their dreams. This quote suggests that effective leadership is not solely about making decisions from a position of authority, but rather, it involves empathetic understanding and supporting individuals and their aspirations. It implies that a leader should prioritize the well-being and aspirations of their team members, fostering an environment of trust and motivation.
2: And here are some global political news that have been taking most of the airwaves for the last week or so. Here's some news from the US. Following dissatisfaction from the Republican Party, Kevin McCarthy has been removed from his position as Speaker of the US House of Representatives by six votes. The ousting follows a collaboration between McCarthy and the Democratic Party in order to avoid a US government shutdown. This is the first time a House Speaker has been successfully vacated. An election to fill up the spot is still ongoing. Moving on, as tensions start rising with the Mexico 2024 general elections, there has been conflict amongst those in the political scene. Former President Fox, who is known for his controversial statements online, has recently posted yet another controversial statement against another leading candidate. However, experts are simply brushing off Fox's comments, stating that they are completely irrelevant in the Mexican political debate. Now, a surprise terrorist attack in southern Israel on October 7th has put Israel on a war footing. The horrific acts that were conducted have most of the international community outraged. The Middle East is in yet another regional conflict in which diplomacy will be one of the keys in helping mitigate tensions and establish peace.
0: Thank you for the quote and the news. Now let's get into our first segment. I'm joined by co-hosts Premi and Chanya and two student council members, Xander and Gusty. Chanya will get us started.
1: Welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself and let us know what grade you're in and how many years you've been at ICS.
3: So, hi, my name is Xander. I'm currently the president for the student council here at ICS. I've been here since K-4 for, so now, about 14 years. Hi, my name is Gusty.
4: I'm in grade 12 as well. I'm the student council vice president. I've been here since uh, K-5, so this is my 13th year.
2: All right, thank you so much. Our first get-to-know-you question is, what is your favorite subject in school and why?
3: Hmm. That's a great question. So for me personally, there's many subjects I do like. So my interests often span politics, business, economics. But I think my most favorite class that um, might be shockingly not even from those categories of subjects is AP Psychology. So I think there's a lot of like interesting concepts that I was learning with Mrs. Julia. And I think being able to put names to a lot of the phenomenons that we see in the world is quite interesting to me. And also Mrs. Julia has a lot of games that are psychologically proved to make like proved to make you interested in the subject. So I think that's my favorite subject at the moment.
4: For me, I I like AP physics the most. Xander's normally the humanities kid and I'm the STEM kid of us two. So I like AP Physics because mainly because of how hands-on it is with all the labs and whatnot. They're all really fun. I know Yen and Hao might disagree. I really like AP Physics because of the fun activities we get to do, such as throwing water off the fourth floor.
1: And one more get-to-know-you question. If you were to be president or prime minister for just one month, what would you do?
3: Um. So the joke answer that I have is that I would do what Joe Biden has, which is a button on his desk when he presses it someone would deliver ice cream in under 10 seconds but the more serious answer is something I'm doing related to my community service project for Capstone which is um, I'm currently working with the Thailand Department of Corrections to help incarcerated individuals I think as president or prime minister I would have the power to give individuals parole especially in the cases where they were wrongfully convicted so that would be the first thing I would prioritize
2: that's really inspiring.
3: Yeah, okay, by my response, I think you could tell
4: who prepared the response and who's freestyling, but I would get rid of ROTC, something that I, Xander, and Yen Hao all all dislike. Uh, It's a waste of a Saturday, and I don't think we're going to wage any wars against any country soon, so...
2: I think that's fair. Oh, well, okay, moving on to some questions about the student council. What role do you currently hold, and can you explain what responsibilities come with that role?
3: Yeah, for sure. So... Um, So I'm the president, as I mentioned in the introduction, and the two main jobs that I have is firstly, I lead a lot of the meetings that we have. So we have meetings every single day one during lunchtime after um, chapel, and I do talking like 80% of the time, and the other 20% is Gusty's interjections. And I often do things like plan details for student council and keep everybody on track. Um, secondly, though, I also do a lot of communication within and outside of the student council. So I talk to a lot of administrators about various school events. I also contact things like hotels for, um, the banquet that we're going to be having in April.
4: Yeah. So my role as the vice president is kind of as Xander's right-hand man, uh, as Xander said already, my 20% of interjections during meetings really, you know, really, really helps. (laughs) But I think my main role is really behind the scenes with with Google Forms and Google Sheets. That's where I, I I don't want to brag, but that's where I shine. So I handle a a lot of the logistics side of the student council.
1: Continuing on with the topic of roles on the student council, what are the other roles associated with the student council and what responsibilities do those roles
3: have? So broadly, there are four more roles that exist in student council. So the first is secretary, which everyone also votes for. So th- these individuals, um, Minje this year, keeps track of all of the meeting notes that we have every single week. And they also help us contact anything that we need help with. So, for instance, if we need help with um, hosting ICS Got Talent, which, shameless plug, is happening in a few weeks in October, um, then... I would say that um, these individuals or Minjay helps contact Mr. Micah, for instance, and plan out things or send all the list of the acts that he needs to prepare for. Um, We also have a treasurer who keeps track of all of the money that we have. And they also deal with things like um, having a QR code to help make it more accessible to a lot of individuals, given that we're now in, quote unquote, the digital age where everyone has, everyone and their mother has their own bank account online. So I think that also helps with, like, making transactions as well.
4: Yeah, so I'm going to talk about the PRs and reps. The PRs are really the unsung heroes of student council. They do so much behind the scenes. They do all of the art, all of the social media stuff. They also help out with buying uh, physical objects such as shirts or getting connections. And in the PR group as well, we have a new committee this year for the sponsorship committee, which we yoinked uh, Yoel from the senior council over. And he's helping us with some sponsorships for events such as ICS Got Talent or Banquet. And last but not least, we have the PRs who were elected by their own grade. Oh, sorry,
3: reps who are elected by their own grade. So as for reps, um, these are the liaisons within each individual grade. So everybody votes on them the prior year or in the case of um, upcoming 8th graders, you voted at the beginning of your ninth grade year. And usually these individuals communicate through line, through email to everybody within their grade about potential events that's coming up so that everybody nobody is left behind and I think that's crucial in terms of school-wide events things like spirit week where everyone needs to know what themes is coming up so they can also dress up accordingly as well
2: all right thank you so much and I do feel like so many of the times like if you're not directly involved in the student council you might not know what each title and what roles does each title have to do so that's really helpful and insightful thank you And now diving into a more personal question, what inspired you to become involved with the student council?
3: Um, So context, um, I've been in the student council for two years. Um, The first year I did it because I felt as if I just wanted to give back to the community that raised me for such a long time. But I think upon being part of the student council, I think what made me stay was the group of individuals who are so incredibly driven to make school a pleasant experience. So Originally, I wasn't going to run for president, um, as many people wouldn't probably wouldn't know. Um, I was only going to do student council for one year. But as the 11th grade rep, when I literally shared blood, sweat and tears with every single one of other members in the student council during hosting things like Banquet or ICS Got Talent, I feel like the level of camaraderie made me want to stay for one more year or at the very least, um, be president and help give back to like help create that same environment for future generations as well.
4: Yeah, for me, I think Xander hit on a lot of the points that I want to talk about, which are the sense of camaraderie, the spirit that we all have together, the suffering with each other. But what drove me to run for vice president this year was just to finally have a position that can make an impact. I was the rep in 10th grade, but I felt like my voice wasn't as heard in the student council. So I want to come back for one more year to try to get my voice heard or try to actually make an impact on the student council.
1: Now onto some challenges. What kind of challenges does the student council face throughout the year?
3: Um, I think the biggest one is deadlines and not just any deadlines, but specifically small internal deadlines that it's very easy for you to forget about. So for instance, sending an email to one particular teacher might not cross your mind until two days before the event and that might cause you needing to scramble to write one and send it out but I think um what uniquely helps with that is um Gusty's position as vice president where he also does a lot of things with google sheets to have the itinerary of everything we have to do for a particular event and in doing so it makes it so easy for everyone to see what they have to do but yeah for sure internal deadlines are what is going to destroy or make or break any student council
4: okay this is ironic because then just praised me about how organized i am with my itinerary because i forgot to email miss jen uh another another role or problem that we may have in student council is definitely the money situation yeah (laughs) Yeah, we we make a lot from ics got talent but we also lose a lot from banquets so we really try to even that out so we don't make a loss from our year so that's why we brought on uh, along Yoel from, uh, to form the sponsorship committee as well, just to make sure we have enough money for next year as well.
2: Those would be some hard challenges. All right. And we know that coordinating and working with so many different groups can be a challenge as well. In what ways does the student council collaborate with school administrators, teachers, and other community members in order to promote positive
3: improvements within the school? So I think the first word that comes to mind is communication. So In particular, what we do a lot is not just communicate, as I previously mentioned, internally, but we also communicate with other individuals. So a great example is Spirit Week, where um, we had to contact the middle school principal, Mrs. Karen, and also the elementary school principal, Mrs. Donnie, in order to be able to coordinate things like themes and days with them so that ICS is able to have a school-wide spirit and not just a high school spirit. And I think in those instances, it showcases how Communication is a key component of the Student Council, where we have to not only be on track, but we also have to um, be good liaisons between um, middle school, high school, and every single facet of um, the ICS community.
4: I also want to point out the fact that it is the Student Council and it's made for students. So I believe that collaboration, or these, the Student Council helping out the student body is an important role in which, for example, we have tried to open up the cafe in the ARC back up to the students even during school time. So we are doing stuff for the student body, not just for us.
1: And to end this first segment, could you talk about any major projects or events that the Student Council has organized?
3: So we have ICS Got Talent obviously coming up soon, but something I want to spotlight or something I really enjoyed was working with um, the administrators for Preview Day. So um, for we did this two times um, this year. So We gave parents an introduction and a tour to ICS and we walked around with them, took them on the tour. And I think this event was um, particularly memorable for me because that's when you feel as if you are actually a mascot for ICS and you actually feel involved in the community. Because oftentimes working in the student council can seem a bit isolated at times or if like feels as if you're your own island of group of individuals. But when you're actually able to immerse yourself within those environments, that's when you feel the true impact you have as a student council.
4: Yeah, and what Xander forgot to mention was he made two amazing speeches for a preview day. So, But uh, one of the uh, major projects that I don't believe Xander mentioned was Banquet. We hold Banquet for the joy of the students. And as I said before, we make a loss from it. But I believe it's a loss we're willing to make to see everyone smile, be happy, or maybe even dance around. So it is something that I feel like brings the uh, high school community closer together. So it's, again, a loss we're willing to make.
0: And that concludes our first segment. We'll be right back with our second segment right after this short announcement. One, two, three, four.
1: Welcome back from break. Hopefully you got some rest and spent time with friends and families. Our volleyball and soccer season is almost over for this school year. Thanks to our fantastic athletes for all the hard work you've done for ICS. Oh, by the way, congratulations to the boys varsity soccer team for winning first place in the ACSC tournament. Our basketball season is coming soon. Remember to support them as well in our next sports season. Moving on to theater. Our Seussical, The Musical, is coming up. Don't forget, everyone, Seussical tickets are out. Show day is on November 22nd and 23rd. Come support our ICS actors and actresses.
0: We are back with Xander and Gusty. In this segment, they have both agreed to hold a debate over two political topics that are relevant to our school. In order to make this as real as possible, they have already been given the topics, but they do not yet know which side they'll be debating. Okay, Premi will get us started.
2: Our first prompt is this. Should students only be allowed to attend school for four days of the week? And Xander, you are arguing for, So you are arguing that yes, students should be allowed to attend four days of the week. And Gussie, you'll be arguing against
3: I think the main reason why students should only have four days weeks uh four days school days of school is because I think it gives kids a lot of time to be able to rest and catch up on missing work. And even if it's the case that teachers are going to assign more homework, I think that allows kids to go at their own pace, whereas in school they're confined to the classroom and confined to a time limit like this debate.
4: I am well. First of all, nervous because I'm debating as a Thai national team member. But also, I believe that a five-day school week is superior because the point of going to school is to learn. And if you go there for only four days a week, you're getting either a limited number of classes or those classes will have to be really rushed so you won't have time to understand the content well enough. So I believe even though spreading it out into five days is more days of learning for a student, it is more beneficial for the student and for the purpose of the school.
3: If I'm responding to that, I would say that the purpose of school is to be able to provide kids with the best learning experience as possible. And given the different permutations of how kids want to learn, whether they're visual learners, whether they're audio learners, being able to go online and learn through like the internet, for in, in, for example, allows kids to experience school in a more open way. And in that respect, allows kids to also explore things like creativity.
4: Okay, I just want to say... Uh, Xander and I have both done online pre-calculus and both of us hated it. We both could not understand anything because we did not have a proper teacher or anyone to guide us through the course. So I believe, I don't even think Xander agrees with his own statement, but because I believe teachers
3: are essential to the learning process. I beg to differ. So I actually took two courses. So I took um, online pre-calculus and also online French. Actually, online French was pretty good. So I would say it depends on the subject. It just happens to be that I hate math. And as previously mentioned, I love humanities. So I think that's a lie that Gusty is just making. So you should never trust Gusty.
4: I don't know why Xander thinks that him taking French online is special because so did I. I think for people like me who also struggle with deadlines, online learning is a horrible idea (laughs) because we have there's no accountability or any form of or any form of like someone checking in on you to make sure you're actually working on your assignments. So procrastination hits you really hard.
3: Alright,
1: wrapping up this prompt and moving on to the next one. Should schools mandate uniforms? Gusty, you are for, and Xander, you're against.
4: Man, I feel like I'm the bad time uh, the bad guy both times. Uh but okay, sure. I do think that uh school uniforms uh are necessary because uh, it it gives all students a sense of community. it It gives everyone kind of just something that they can agree on or that, that is similar between all of them. because in a, in a school where there's uh, there's such a diverse community, there should be at least one thing that uh, brings them together, which is school spirit. And
3: the best way to bring school spirit to everyone is through a uniform. Um, I personally think that community and like fostering it can happen in other ways. Hence why we have the student council and not the student outfits council. But more importantly, I would say that um, being able to wear what you want also is a way for individuals to experience like freedom of expression. But it also allows kids to be able to decorate their own lives with what they want and kind of live through like. And when they take photos, they're able to see the different eras of their life and the different periods of time they go through. I think um, it at least allows you to see that you went through that phase.
4: Uh, I just want to say, your argument of bringing, uh, of letting everyone show their own eras, is not a great is not a great argument. If people have eras that one they're gonna regret, or two, are offensive or in any way harmful, I feel like if they're allowed to express their their ideas or their opinions in a way that is harmful to others through free dress i don't believe that it's
3: good to have in a school setting obviously there are limitations to what you can wear so in the united states for instance where there are like no dress code uh, no uniform people still have dress codes that they have to follow so i don't think people will show up in offensive clothing necessarily but i think in general what that also ensures is that freedom of, of expression for kids is something that kids can partake in and it's at least an option that they can undertake so perhaps maybe a good compromise between the two is if there's school uniforms but you don't have to wear it if you don't want to so it's basically free dress day every day but with uniforms
4: sure but wearing uniforms is a more economic uh, economically smart option because you have uh, one set of clothes or these uh, multiple sets of the same clothes that you are forced to buy but you don't need to think about buying anything else or trying to be creative and that may cost, which may cost more money. So I believe wearing, uh, wearing a school uniform is better for those who may not have enough money or to uh, enough money to spend on the clothes that they really want to that they want to wear.
3: I definitely think that's a valid point to make about the economic aspect of this. But I think we also have to consider that. Oftentimes, at least at ICS, the shirts that you wear, the pants that you wear can often be very costly and imposing such a stringent um, standard for everyone to follow means that fi- um, families who are financially distressed for individual, uh, for example, aren't able to buy those clothing. So allowing them to also opt into cheaper clothing and be able to wear that also allows them to access clothing in the same way for like expression, for instance.
0: Thank you so much for that fun debate. There you have it. Xander and Gusty have demonstrated that differing viewpoints and opinions can be logically discussed while maintaining a cool head. So thank you, guys. As we end this episode, remember that the ability to rationally and respectfully debate different topics is an important skill to master, especially with today's wide spectrum of politically charged opinions and beliefs. Stay tuned for our next episode as we record and release a live interview with a former professional American football player. As always, this podcast would not be possible without the hard work and support of our international student production team.
1: All music and sound effects are courtesy of Pixabay.com, a vibrant community of creatives sharing copyright-free images, videos, and music.
2: And we are signing off until next time. We are Students Incorporated, because your voice matters.